This is the Got Gains Podcast, the solution for skinny men who want to lose that last layer of belly fat and build lean muscle. Tap into the solution for everything else, fitness, faith, and more. Let's go. So dealing with temptations, right? Temptations of the world. Now, I was heading up to Panera Bread with this individual that I know from church, and we were talking about temptations of the world. Now, there's temptations all around us, everywhere we go. And we were talking about a scripture in which Jesus was fasting for 40 days and 40 nights. And, you know, the first temptation was the devil, as cutting and deceptive as he is, you know, telling Jesus, hey, you've already fasted for you know, 40 days and 40 nights. You sure must be weary. Why don't you turn those stones into loaves of bread so you can go and eat something, right? You must be hungry. You must be starving. Surely you fasted for long enough. You should break you. And this is a temptation, you know, the first among for Jesus. And it, it shows that there are temptations all around us, right? And we need to be fully aware, fully equipped to handle these temptations. And Jesus handled, to handle that temptation ever so easily, right? Acknowledged it and he didn't even blink to batter to even go and lean into that temptation, but leaned away from it. And then there are other temptations too about the devil enticing Jesus, you know, that will even walk Jesus all the way to the mountaintops, right? Even into the temple, even into the mountaintops. For I will give you all that you have of this world. It's a beautiful scenery if you bow down and begin to worship me. And the devil tried to twist the word of God and use it against Jesus himself at that point in time. Jesus knew knew this instinctively and said for you, for you devil to never must entice or switch those words amongst from the word of God. Never switch or alter those words against me for the word of God, right? Because the word of God is a double-edged sword and trying to twist those words against Jesus himself. There, there's no way that's absolutely even going to happen, right? And when I think of this scripture, really how the story played out, it was a temptations and how Jesus handled those temptations altogether. Surely, if you are the son of man, the devil says, then jump off this cliff as you will be saved by the son of God himself. His right hand, the angels of the Lord will be right there with you to save you as you jump off this cliff. And Jesus knew this instinctively as well. That's the second temptation. The third was the devil taking Jesus to the mountaintops, which I, which I just explained there. And knowing this, Jesus brought up the word of God in its absolute truth. And said, for you must bow down before me, for the word of God is absolute. For you, devil, must not try to twist that word against me. Move away from me. Temptations of the world. You know, and it's a really important topic, you know, and how these temptations really play into all of mankind, you know. And we're talking really about idolatry, really, even, right? A little bit of pride, but more so idolatry, right? Having this, this prideful nature of oneself, right? And we're talking about how, you know, there are many different places amongst the world about how there are certain, you know, there are certain spirits amongst certain places of the world. And it's it's due to the fact that temptations play its own part in in this world. So how can we really become more aware of these temptations? How do we really become become more equipped to handle these temptations so the word of God never departs from us? And this individual that I knew from church, you know, told me about this phrase, but to ask it as a question, right? How can I be more holy? But to ask it as a question. How can I be more holy like God, right? How can I be more holy like him? And it's asking the same question literally over and literally over and over again, right? And this was 
this was a topic I wasn't I didn't think that I was really gonna talk about today, but it just so happened to be a topic of, of big interest and it really just spoke out to me. So here I am talking about it. And you know, idolatry in of itself somewhat similar to pride, but it's learning how can we develop spiritual discipline to grow. That was one thing that I was I actually learned from the conversation, right? Learning the spiritual discipline to grow, not just you know physically, but learning that discipline, learning and utilizing that discipline to grow mentally as well as phys- spiritually. That is what's important. That's where it matters most. And developing a relationship towards God, utilizing that spiritual discipline and connection. And this is a powerful topic in and of itself. And it shows that you know, there, even though there are temptations of the world, there are spiritual battles going on. And it's how can we be more holy like him? How can we surround ourselves with the right people who think in relation to spirituality, who think in relation of, of who Christ is, they think of Christ, right? Not against him or continue to live in your sinning nature, right? Again, all of us, you know, including myself, right? We're not perfect. None of us are. But, you know, when it comes to just being more critically aware of what we're doing and then, you know, if it's not serving God, then to not do it. And if it is serving God, then to continue in advance with it. It's all about what can I do? How can I become more holy like him? And it's really all about proper positioning and proper placement and really just seeking the face of God, right? And it was it's a crazy ordeal as to how the conversation really turned out, you know. But you know, we serve a God who is who just provides a God of abundance, right? And he will supply all of our needs according to his riches and glory in Christ Jesus. That's who that's who that's the kind of God we serve, right? God the Father who art in heaven, right? Hallowed be your name, may your kingdom come and your will be done. That's the kind of father, that's the kind of God that we serve, and it's really it's really diving into it and looking Looking deep, right? How could I be more holy like him? No. And it's really a story of great detail, great structure. And I find that it really just resonated with me deeply in many ways more than one. And in many ways more than one is why I talk about, you know, what I learned about on this podcast. Now we just really just connected a little bit more over that over that conversation. And it's like God calls us when we're young, right? Not so much as when we're old and we don't have as much strength and youth and vitality compared to when we're young. That's when the Lord wants to truly use us. That's when the Lord wants to make the most of our talents. And it's like, how can I use my talents to serve him? How can I use my talents for his glory? How can I use my talents to serve him, his kingdom, bring more souls, save more people, save more souls for God's people. At the end of the day, it's, it was never about bringing people towards the church. It was never about how many people can I bring to this church? Maybe I can hit 10 people. Maybe if I can bring 10 people to the church this week, I did my part. Maybe if I can bring, you know, 15 people in the past, in the next month, I'll, I will have done my job. But not necessarily that's how it went, but it's it's all about how can I not really so much convert this individual to a church or bring them to my church, but how can I at least help him stay towards Stick and stay towards one church and not, you know, go from church to church every so now and then. But how do I help any individual commit to a church, 
serve the church, right? Whether it's ministry, whether it's preaching, whether it's getting involved in the internal aspects of the church, right? Whether it's, you know, children's church or whether it's preaching to the youth or whatever the case it may be. It's a wide array of things to do. Things that can be done ultimately, but it's ultimately to serve Christ himself, right? Serve the Lord our Father who is in heaven. That's really what I got from that conversation. The conversation was really, it was about two, almost two hours actually. It's as crazy as it was. You know, we also talked about the Israelites and how they endured 40 years of hardship, you know, simply because, you know, they, they acted out of the rights, they acted outside of the eyes of God. And, you know, God did not like that. So they ended up suffering for 40 years and 40, they ended up suffering for 40 years. So the story is, you know, even in obedience, to be obedient upon the God, right? To be obedient to his will, to seek the face of God more, to seek fellowship, seek a, a, a church like community, right? Get in alignment towards people that, you know, are of are of the will of God, right? People who actually enjoy attending church, people who love to serve God, being around those kinds of people, right? Not being around any and every individual who doesn't really go to church or individuals who go to church, you know, every odd now and then, but it's more about connecting with the right people, connecting with these people who are seeking the face of God, who aren't constantly exposed in sinly nature who are in the right frame of mind mentally spiritually spiritually first right mentally and even as well physically right and it's you know, the one thing that i learned is that the individuals that the individuals that you know we continue to to surround ourselves with ultimately we become like them we our thoughts become their thoughts our actions become their actions our desires now become their desires so Ultimately, it's important. Choose who you want to surround yourself with, because ultimately, you can either make or break a connection towards God. But at the end of the day, this is all about one thing and one thing only. How can I become more holy like Him? And carrying that one question throughout the course of the day, the week, month, year, that's where it stands on. And that's what I learned from this short little chat at Panera Bread. That's it for today's episode of this podcast. If you tuned in all the way to the end, I more than encourage you to go out there and share it with somebody, a friend, family, even a church member that you may possibly know who you think would enjoy listening to this episode of this podcast. And once again, tune in as I'll have more episodes posted onto this podcast.